Welcome to Wellspring on the Air. I'm Mario Diarmis, a therapist at Wellspring and the host of today's show. Today's show is intended for mature audiences only. At this moment, I would ask you to pause the show or change the station and come back at a more convenient time when you're not with your children. You can always access any of our podcasts through the website at wellspringmiami.org in our blog section. Today's show is about how to talk to our kids about sex. And joining me today, we have Nicole Velez Alfonso and Beth Assis. How are you ladies? Pretty good. (laughs) Awesome to have you both here today. Together, we wanna help prepare you and explain why you are the best person for this ongoing conversation. And it's such an important conversation uh, to broach. And before we even get into it, uh, I'd love to hear a little bit about both of you, your background, and what your purpose is. Thank you, Mario. I'm excited to be here. I'm Nicole Velez Alfonso. I am a counselor here at Wellspring, been here for six years. I'm also the director to our Bounce Trauma Resolution Camp for um, kids and teens. And I'm a wife of 15 years, and I have two kids, a 13-year-old boy and a 10-year-old girl. And I'm Beth Assis. Thanks so much for having me today, Mario. This is great. Um, I'm also a licensed mental health counselor at Wellspring. I've been working at Wellspring for seven years. Um, I'm married. I have four four kids ranging from ages 17 to four. And um, at Wellspring, I'm also the director of our Restore programs, uh, which is like Bounce for Adults, which is our uh, intensive uh, therapy retreat programs for adults. Well, it's again, awesome to have the two of you. And before we get into a subject like this, it's uh, important to hit on some key points to best prepare our audience and how to all together broach this subject about talking to sex, talking about sex with our children. So uh, why don't we hear a few opening remarks regarding this subject? Yes, so I'll dive right in and I'll be really open to say that my parents did not talk about sex with me. And I would I would dare to say that many in my generation grew up in silence about this topic. So I pretty much learned about sex through other means like TV, friends, culture, and so forth. So with that said, we do not want our children blindly entering into relationships without being educated about sex. So sex is has a purpose, sex is powerful, and we should be talking about it with our kids. So to get started, I do wanna share some basic things that we should consider um, before we talk about it. The first thing is you must explore what you believe about sex, okay? Get ready with yourselves about having this this conversation. If you weren't educated about it when you were young, you might feel like, I don't even know what to say. And so I do wanna share off the bat some resources for you as parents. Um, I've read these resources. It's not like I like know it all. Like, no, just because I'm a therapist doesn't mean this is a, an easy conversation for me to have either with my kids, right? So some resources, Honest Talk by John Ford, great book. Straight Talk with Kids About Sex. Josh and Dodie McDowell wrote that one. God's Design for Sex, Stan and Brenna Jones, and The Talk by Luke Gilkerson. Just some serious resources about how do I even start this conversation. 
The next point is start early. Try to start early. The earlier, the easier and less embarrassing for both parents and kids, okay? It's just kind of matter of fact when you start early. We're just kind of sharing information and they're like, they don't know it's a conversation that might be weird or might be awkward. They're just like going with it. So the earlier, the better. Change, that's my third point is change your mindset. It's not the talk. It is many ongoing conversations with no end in sight. I'm sorry, guys. This is a conversation we need to be having often. It's not like, oh, I had the talk and I never have to talk about it again. No, those days are over. Change your mindset. It's ongoing conversations. Um, and then lastly, make your home a safe place to talk about any topic including sex. If you avoid topics because you're uncomfortable, your kids will feel uncomfortable and they will choose someone else to talk to. And you don't want that. You want you to be the one they come to to talk about. So those are some just basic points starting off um, to keep in mind when you're having this conversation with your kids. Awesome, Nicole. It's funny because as a kid, my father and I would take walks around the block and at age eight, I was talking to him about the dolphins, about wrestling, and he was answering my questions and, and, and kind of going along. And then all of a sudden he goes, yeah, the dolphins are great. By the way, sex is a beautiful thing given to us by God. I go, what? <laughs> it was so random, but he had been finding the right opportunity to address this with me. And I'm forever grateful. Uh, <laughs> you know, and it, that's the key thing is to get in front of it and be candid. Uh, and Beth, you had some studies to uh, illustrate when it comes yeah, to this Yeah, they've done quite a bit of studies um, on this topic. And um, a recent study that was done on a large um, number of, of Latino adolescents um, showed that families who are comfortable talking to their kids about, um, about sex, um, the, the kids, the teens are less likely to be sexually active and they were also older at their first um, sexual activity than other adolescents. So, you know, just another reason, the studies are lining up with what we're saying here. This is an important topic. It's important for parents to open up the lines of communication about it. Um, another study um, showed that comprehensive sex education significantly reduced risky sexual behavior in teens. So, you know, that might mean like a sexual education program in the schools, but I, I think it also includes parents as well. Um, pouring into their kids, having these conversations, like Nicole said, it's not like a one-time conversation where you talk about it and then you don't talk about it ever again. It's something that we have to continue to talk about with our kids. Um, another study showed, and I thought this was really interesting, that not only are kids safer um, if their parents are talking to them about sex, but, but the family communication is improved. And I think that's really because um, you're talking about kind of a difficult thing <laughs> and, mm -hmm. you know, culturally speaking, this kind of tends to be the conversation that people are a little more afraid of. And so if parents are willing to even be uncomfortable and talk about it anyways, then the, the, the communication level is going to improve in all areas in the home, mm -hmm. which that's a plus, mm -hmm. that's a big plus, um, and the thing is, when we don't talk about this with our kids, there it's not that they're not going to learn about it in other places. They're going to learn about it from so many others. And it, over the last, you know, 
10 years or so, I'm trying to think when like smartphones came out, but how, how many years it's been, 12 years, 15, I don't know. But now we have this issue where our kids are being educated on their devices at all times. And so, you know, the average teenager is constantly be, being bar, bombarded with messages about sex from um, TikTok, Snapchat, movies and TV, of course, um, YouTube. And so it's in there, it's in our faces as adults. Imagine, we all know it's in our faces all the time as adults. So imagine the kids, the teenagers, you know, um, it's a little scary actually, because we've got all of these kids and teens who are, their brains are not fully developed, but they're constantly right. in being exposed to messages. Um, it, you know, I could go on and on and on about that, but like disappearing messages, things that your parents will never see because it's like they have a way to send it to each other and then it, it immediately disappears, things like that. So um, when they get this information from other people, um, from maybe friends or from the culture or from movies or from social media, the information is often incomplete. So it's usually not the whole story. It's not, the, sometimes it's not the right info at all. It's completely mm -hmm. wrong. And most of the times I would say probably for all of our listeners out there, it's most likely not aligned with your family values. Maybe there's some of it that is, but I would say probably most of it is not aligned with your family values. So it's a little scary. And so we need to be aware of that. And, you know, um, we need to counterbalance a little bit as parents, what they're being exposed to in the culture. So, um, yeah, I think that's one of the, I mean, obviously the, the, the studies, are showing us this, but also just, um, you know, knowing that we see the messages that are out there as adults and we have to kind of counterbalance that and talk about what we believe to be true um, to our kids too, so. Absolutely, Beth, and that really speaks to the question of why should it come from the parents? Why does it have to be, you know, mom and dad and the points you made really reinforce that. Mm -hmm. uh, Imagine in, in my day, we had beepers and you had to call home on a landline and speak to mom so that you could speak to your, you know, fifth grade crush. And now it's TikTok and now it's YouTube and now it's Instagram and now it's a number of things, a plethora of things that require parents to be even more attentive to what's occurring in the life of their child. So that's awesome. What about addressing the point, Nicole, that some would make, not all, but some would make, you know, talking about sex would encourage it. What would you say to that? Okay, so research says quite the opposite. So research done by a campaign for our children found that when parents talk to their kids about the facts about sex, their kids are less likely to have sexual intercourse as a teen, less likely to be pre become pregnant or get someone pregnant, and more likely to talk to parents about important issues in his or her life. So that's not the case. It, it, talking about sex is more about um, educating. And the, one of the authors of the book that I mentioned earlier, Josh and Dodie McDowell, the authors, the authors of Straight Talk with Kids About Sex, say the issue is usually not too much too soon, but too little too late. Right. That's that's what they, they, you you're, you got to get ahead of it. Right. And so research in their book states that more than 40 percent of adolescents have had sex before talking to their parents about sex. Wow. That's that's pretty big. 
that a uh, little less than half of adolescents have had sex before talking to their kids about sex. Um, I feel like that's a devastating statistic. As parents, we have to get over it. We have to be uncomfortable and we have to get, um, it, we have to be okay with it being weird, but it's a non-negotiable. We just have to talk to kids about sex. Yeah. Just like we need to talk about drugs and alcohol, and that's a non-negotiable because they could get into some serious trouble. Same idea, right? Same idea with the sex talk. Uh, we do need to be, and again, the sex little talks, all <laughs> not the talk, but the many talks that you're going to have about different uh, conversations uh, that will pop in and out. And we'll talk a little bit about that. It doesn't have to be an hour conversation that you're having about sex. You can have a minute or two minutes here and there, right? And we can dive more into that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, it is it is important. It's not going to encourage sexual behavior if we're taught if we talk and educate them um, about sex. It's so true, and like you said, it's counterintuitive, and simultaneously, it helps shatter the stigma around mm -hmm. this subject. So great conversation so far, ladies, and uh, eager to continue it. We're going to take a, a brief break to thank one of our sponsors who makes the production of our podcast possible. And we'll be back in a few. Welcome back to Wellspring on the Air. This is Mario Diarmis. If you are just joining us, today's show is intended for mature audiences only. At this moment, I would ask you to pause the show or change the station and come back at a more convenient time when you're not with your children. You can always access any of our podcasts through our website at wellspringmiami.org in our blog section. Our topic today is how to talk to our kids about sex. And so far, we've talked about why it's important to have these conversations. We've had some data to reinforce these points. And if you've joined us late, you can find us on our favorite podcast channel on Wellspring on the Air or on our website blog page at wellspringmiami.org. Just search for this topic. All right. So as we continue this uh, ongoing vital and relevant topic. So Beth, how do we initiate this process in terms of how do parents start having these conversations about sex with their kids? Yeah, and uh, Nicole mentioned this a little earlier, but really the earlier the better. So if you think about kids ages two to five, they have a natural curiosity uh, about their bodies. And so I think we can be very um, point blank with them, tell them about what body parts are, give them the correct names um, for the body parts so that they can identify their body parts um, in the proper way. Um, I don't think we need to over explain. I think some parents kind of get into like an over, a, a child will ask a very simple question and the parent might go on and on and on, but just give the answer to the question that's being asked and that's it. I think we don't have to go on and on and give them every little thing about it. And as they progress, as they get older, then you start to add more to it. But, um, you know, for example, where do babies come from? Um, we don't need to tell a two-year-old, a three-year-old that the stork brings the baby. We need to be honest. The baby comes from the mommy's belly, how it comes out through the vagina, use the word vagina, you know, um, people are afraid to use the word vagina, but don't be afraid to use it, say the word, you know, um, be honest. Um, and also just giving value to the kids questions, like not laughing or like mocking them when they ask a question and also not ignoring. I think a lot of parents are like, 
they try to change the subject when their child asks them an uncomfortable question. So instead of that, maybe saying, wow, that's such a good question. And even if you're not um, ready to answer that question at that moment, maybe it's not the right, maybe you're not, you know, maybe you're around other people or maybe you're not in uh, the right frame of mind to answer that question or you're not, maybe you don't know the answer to the question. My kids always surprise me and ask me questions that I don't know. I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> back to you on that. <laughs> my daughter asked me to Google uh, an answer to a question just yesterday. Can you just Google it right now, mommy? <laughs> so, um, you know, saying things, encouraging their questioning. So, wow, that was a good question. And then after you answer it, do you have any more questions? Um, or, you know what, I don't know the answer to that, but I'm going to try to find out and I will get back to you um, and tell them when you're going to get back to them. I'll get back to you tomorrow or I'll try to get back to you today and then actually get back to them, follow through. Because again, that goes back to what I said before. It improves the communication. When we're honest, we give them the answers to what they're asking for, but we also follow through when we say, I'm going to check and then I'm going to get back to you. Um, there's a lot of great books out there, you know, to help with this one is called, um, it is not the stork. So that book is for kids. It has a lot of, um, great images. It, it explains sex in a very basic manner, how babies are made, how they grow. It also talks about the issue of okay touch versus not okay touch. Um, there's another book that I love called God made all of me, which talks more about that. Okay. Touch versus non okay touch. Um, and, you know, explaining to the kids from a young age, because um, kids also needs, we as parents are protecting our children, but there's times when um, us giving them the education they need can allow for them to stick up from the, for themselves. And if any kind of sexual abuse is starting to happen, it can be nipped in the bud right away. Like we can, you know, make sure that they come and talk to us about it. So talking to, to uh, teaching kids that if anyone ever touches them um, in a private part, like in their vagina, penis, anus, or breast, and using those words, um, that they need to come and talk to mom or dad about it. Um, it's not something to keep a secret, even if you're told to keep a secret. Um, this is something really important for parents to educate themselves on too. There's a lot of great resources out there. In fact, in this book, um, God Made All of Me, on, in the last pages, there's a, some, some uh, great resources for parents. Um, one of which is brainstorming a list of adults that your child feels safe with and that they can talk to um, if something like that were to happen. So, yeah. I love that, Beth. That's really good. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Beth. And when it comes to age range, Nicole, what would you say? Okay, so the older, you know, now we're getting older, maybe age range five to eight. At this range, the questions may get more specific. So how do babies get in mommy's belly? The big question, right? So when mommy and daddy love each other, they do something called lovemaking or having sex. They get really close, like hugging tightly to show their love for each other. And the penis goes into the vagina. This is something grown-ups do. Children are too young and do not do this. The response is probably going to be yuck. It's okay, leave it there. The truth is the truth and we need to share it, okay? But we do need to answer the questions of our children. And we can ask, of course, continue to ask, do you have any more questions? Um, the author of the, of the book, again, Straight Talk with Kids, 
about sex says that the conversations do not have to be long. They can be one minute, two minutes and move on, right? Little glimpses of information. Um, and let's be like during this age range, let's make sure we're talking about how awesome our bodies are, how they're made by God. And also that pregnancy is good and marriage is good. These are good things. God actually is the creator, inventor of sex, and he made it to be good. Okay. So it's really important that we do share these things. We don't want to kind of give a connotation that we don't talk about sex because it's not good or it's shaming. That wouldn't be a good thing to do. Now, I also, I, you know, we've been talking a lot of practical information, but I want to read a verse, a really important verse that we need to remember as Christian parents. And um, that's Deuteronomy 6, 7. It says, these commandments, commandments that I give you today are to be in on your heart, impress them on your children, talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. This verse is talking about, let's talk about faith and God and the importance of having God in our lives and the commandments of God. But what I'd like to say here is we need to be talking to our kids about all kinds of topics that glorify God, right? And so we need to have conversations, not only about faith, but about character, about doing the right thing, about honesty, about drugs, about pornography, about all topics, including sex. We only have 18 years with them where we can pull right? At this point, I have eight left with, with my, my daughter, five left with my son. Beth, I know you're almost up with a few of you, yours. We need to pour into as much as we can, right? A great amount of knowledge and understanding to make God honoring decisions as they become adults. That's right. And that's part of the, the beautiful chapter six of Deuteronomy, the Shema, and this Christian notion of vocation, vocation to marriage, vocation to be a parent is, is so vital towards our path towards holiness. And that includes, you know, passing on this gift and at the same time, huge responsibility of sexuality. And I think that last question of parents who live with the guilt or live with that struggle of, is it too late? Uh, did I miss the mark on this? You know, I didn't address it sooner. So what do I do at this juncture? How would you respond to parents going through that dilemma? Listen, it's never too late. Here's the thing. As I said earlier, kids are being taught about sex through different avenues, right? We talked about um, YouTube and, and TikTok and all the social media. And, and a lot of what they're receiving is inaccurate and unhealthy and unhelpful information. So nobody loves your child like you love your child. Ask questions. What do you think about the lyrics of this song? Do your friends have boyfriends? What does your boyfriend mean at your age? Are your friends having sex? Allow your kids to speak. When our kids feel heard, they're more likely to receive and listen to what we have to say. And again, a reminder to keep it small and short. You cannot teach everything in one day, but little by little glimpses here and there um, you can have the conversation. I'll mention this one, one kind of funny thing that happened. Um, we were driving, and my, I was in the car with my son and my daughter. We we're driving to a, a Marlins game. 
And there it is, a big billboard with a big condom. And it says, stop STDs. And so I'm like, which one of my kids is going to look up and tell me, what is STDs? <laughs> and before I knew it, it was coming out of one of their mouths. And I was like, okay, this is, I got, they're asking me the question. I got to give the answer, right? And so, um, you know, I had actually already had a conversation with my daughter about STDs and I repeated it. And, you know, STDs are sexually transmitted diseases. And then my, my, my daughter's like, but what's that thing? There's <laughs> so here I am having a conversation about condoms, but it's all over. It's all over. It's unavoidable. We have to have the conversations. And it was very non you know, matter of fact. And I had the conversation and they're like, they nodded. They did a little bit of the ew stuff and whatever. And I was like, that's it, you know? Um, but, but I felt really proud as a parent, I have to say, because I just dove into it. And I was like, you know what? You're asking the question. I'm going to give you the right answer to this. And we had a really good conversation about it. And then we moved on and, you know, we're singing and whatever on the way to the Marlins game. Um, and that's just an example of, of, it was a minute or two. And I gave them some good educational material and moved on, you know? Yeah. And you didn't shy away from it. And you used humor, which is also one of those things you can incorporate too. Yes. Sometimes people think that it has to be so serious and so solemn. No, you can you can utilize humor. And at the same time, you're showing them that it's not always such a serious subject matter, that it is God's gift to us. And, you know, that's that's part of this journey too. And why I think a lot of people shy away from this subject. So ladies, this has been an incredible conversation. And uh, we have about a minute to go. Wanted to get some closing thoughts from both of you. Yeah, you know, and I was in thinking and, pre and preparing for this podcast, one of the things that just kept coming to my mind that is that one of the reasons why it's hard for us um, sometimes as parents to talk about sex with our kids is because of our own um, story and our own um, past, and it might be connected to some sort of shame that we feel. Um, and so I think that's really important that if those feelings are coming up for you, like feelings of shame or um feelings of regret about anything from your own past, um, as well as any uh, tra traumatic experiences that you went through sexually as a child, as a teenager, as a, an adult, um, to really process those with someone. Maybe that's with a, with a trusted friend, maybe it's with a therapist, um, but that's really important. And I think another thing is really thinking through some of the um, spoken or unspoken messages you learned about sex as a child. So you can process your own, like, what did my parents tell me about it? Or what did they not say? But we knew that to be true. Um, you know, thinking through when did you first learn about sex yourself? When did you, um, you know, first hear about pornography or be exposed to pornography? Or when did you hear your friends talking about their sexual experiences? So all of that stuff, I mean, I think even writing it down is really important, like writing your own sexual history and, and thinking it through, because I think that will help you process, see what areas of your life might need some, you know, some extra help kind of getting through um, healing from some pain from the past. And then that's going to also make it easier for you to talk to your kids about um, a lot of this stuff that we're talking about today. So, well, that's an excellent wrap up. 
right? We always like to say we got to do our own work, right? When something's uncomfortable, when something's difficult for us, maybe there's some wounding there that needs healing and, and need to be addressed. So if, if anything you get out of this show, it's to maybe go there, right? And heal some of the things in your past so that you can have healthy conversations with your children about this particular topic. And they can then have a healthy sexuality moving forward into their, their relationships and marriages. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, um, may this give rise to more conversations uh, so that this is not a stigma, but part of a beautiful dialogue. And thank you so much, Nicole and Beth, for joining us today and shedding light on this subject. We hope you learned about why this is an important conversation to have. And I thank you for joining our show today. Again, if you join this program midstream, you can find this show and others on podcasts at Wellspring on the Air or on our blog on wellspringmiami.org. The title of today's show, again, was How to Talk to Our Kids About Sex. Encourage us and let us know you are listening by sending comments or questions to on the air at wellspringmiami.org. It's time to wrap up. This is Mario Diarmas with Wellspring on the Air because hearts and minds matter.